How you doing? I hope you're well. And welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. So this week, I have seen how the complexities of life can leave some of us in a place of feeling not enough or feeling like we don't have enough. And not enough only comes when we truly begin comparing ourselves to those around us. So today, I want to shed light on contentment. And you know I got a story. So as a child, I absolutely loved playing board games and reading books. It wasn't until I was around 10 years old that I even had a TV in my room. Up until that point, if I wanted to watch TV, I had to go into the living room and watch whatever my parents were watching. Even the one I did have in my room after a certain age, it was black and white. But I was so content with simply reading my books, playing with my dolls and reading encyclopedias. Yep. I love them, the children books. And then those green encyclopedias, you know, the ones until one day I went to my friend's house to spend the night. And I noticed that she not only had a TV, but she had a VCR. Now, some of y'all young people not really going to understand how big this was, but a VCR meant you could watch movies and you could record things right off the TV. It was great. Now, to record something, you had to like be there ready for the commercial so you could pause it and then you could start it back after the show came back on. But I digress. So you know what happened when I got back home. I was like, uh, I want me a VCR. So I could have went to my dad, but if you knew anything about him, you knew that was just a waste of time. So I knew the best person to ask was my mama. She was a little competitive and very big on kind of outdoing other people. So I knew this was up her alley. I said, mama, I went over to my friend's house and guess what? She got a VCR on her room. Now, at first my mama said, we- that ain't nothing. We got one in our living room. I said, no, mom, you don't understand. She got her own VCR in her own room. And that was all I had to say. I didn't have to say anything like pretty, please. Can I have one? And I have to admit, I just knew even then a little wisdom and just saying the right things could get the right attention. So let me tell you something. Did I get that VCR immediately? No, I believe it was actually around Christmas time. And then bam, I had a VCR. But leading up to that, I was so frustrated with only having a TV in my room. You know, the TV I barely looked at anyway, but I was like, it sure would be nice to go to the video store and get the movies that I want to watch. And all of a sudden I was like consumed with having a VCR to the point I stopped watching TV altogether because I didn't have one to the point my daddy say, why you ain't even turning the TV on? Usually at least watch TV a little bit. I was like, what's the point? I ain't got no VCR. (laughs) But he was clueless. He didn't understand. So he said, you know, sometimes you can't appreciate what you have because you're so focused on what you don't have. Of course, I know what those words at that time, I didn't really understand them. But now, man, those words are echoing in the corners of my mind. So today, that's why I want to talk about contentment. From the words my dad shared that day when he said, you know, sometimes you can't appreciate what you have because you're so focused on what you don't have. Now, when I say commitment, 
I do not mean that you're passive or you're settling or you're compromising. No, honey, that's far, far from the truth. Actually, it's more about appreciating where you are and what you have in this moment. So although my mama was big on competing with those around her, I would definitely see it with her sisters. Man, when they had French doors, she had French doors. When when they had ceiling fans, she got ceiling fans. When they got floor rugs, you know, the Persian ones, then we got floor rugs. I was always amazed at how they were competing with each other. Grown people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. But, see, we can't judge them because we the same thing today. Do you like your job? Most of the time, you like your job until you see someone with a better job. Or you like your house until you see somebody with a bigger one. You like your car until you see someone with a newer car. And then you got to talk yourself into a space of, I am grateful for what I have. I don't need their house. I don't need their car. I don't need their job. You got to talk yourself into that. So I figured... In the midst of all of this social media frenzy of looking at what the Joneses got, I was like, you know, let's pause and think about this contentment. See, contentment is an emotional state of satisfaction that can be seen as a mental state drawn from being at ease in one situation, body and mind. Colloquially speaking, contentment could be a state of having accepted one's situation and is a milder and more tentative form of happiness. What am I saying with all that deepness? It's simply a state of mind. It's a way of thinking. It's a mental state. And that's it. Just being completely satisfied. But we are so distracted and overwhelmed and consumed with having more that we are just like that song from the Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. (laughs) But I want you to think for a moment. What would life look like if you embraced your present while waiting on the future? What would your life look like? If you found satisfaction in where you are right now, while you're listening to my voice, where you can see the enough in the midst of not enough, I just want you to think about that for a second. Think about what would your life be like if you were satisfied with where you are while waiting on the future. Be right back after the break. Welcome back, and I want to continue our conversation on contentment. Contentment, like I said, is a mindset, and people feel discontentment, discontentment because they think something is lacking in their lives or they wish things were different. Many people cannot achieve happiness with what they have, even if they have the means that can provide the thrills. Like they might buy a new car that makes them excited just for a few days or a bigger and better house that makes them happy for a few weeks or even a few months. See, what happens is when we continue to achieve happiness by buying more, we just find ourselves on a roller coaster. We might feel great one day and bad the next because our happiness is tied up in wanting things to constantly be different. And we know that these things truly cannot bring us joy. 
Dr. Puff, and that's not Puff Daddy, (laughs) in Psychology Today stated, contentment doesn't mean we can't strive for better. But it's important to recognize that when we can't change things in the moment, the only road we can travel down is acceptance. If we cultivate this contentment daily, hourly, moment by moment, we'll be able to easily access it whenever we want to. And our lives will be rich with the peace and happiness we deserve. And he's exactly right. Moment by moment. So, you know, I'm single with no children, and most days I'm good. But I tell you, there are days when I see an old couple and I think, man, it would be nice to have someone to grow old with. Or I see babies all dressed up with those innocent eyes and those angelic smiles smelling like baby powder. And I think, oh, man, I would love to just have a baby of my own. And I see people taking these adventurous trips, you know, filled with hiking through the mountains. And I'm doing good, honey, just to get through the grocery store sometime. So, yes, I have found the enemy of contentment, and that is envy, which is wanting something that belongs to someone else. And I truly believe that when we allow ourselves to flow with life, It can become an adventure of its own, whether we're cleaning our house or exploring the world. This is because we're experiencing contentment. When we fight life, we become discontent. Whether you have means or you don't, we are all capable of finding peace. Because even though life doesn't guarantee us wealth, it does provide us with the ability to love what we currently have, and enjoy our lives through the struggles. In a letter to the Philippians, the Apostle Paul shared this amazing universal life principle. He says, I'm telling you this, not because I need anything, but I have learned to be satisfied with what I have. And with whatever happens, I know how to live when I am poor and when I have plenty. I have learned the secret of how to live through any kind of situation when I have enough to eat or when I'm hungry, when I have everything I need or when I have nothing. Christ is the one who gives me the strength I need to do whatever I must do. Isn't that amazing? Imagine if we embrace this truth in its totality. See, many of our stressors and anxiety triggers would be dissolved. Do you know what happens? You tap into the creator within you. Let me give you an example. If we are afraid of food running out, which some of us are, we can either be frozen in fear or store up tons of food that is going to get old, or we can learn to eat less and even consider starting having, you know, creating our own gardens to grow our own vegetables. See, it's hard to be content and creative when we're stuck in fear. Also, there comes a time when you have to stop depending completely on your finite self and connect with someone greater and more infinite than you. And Paul and I have chosen Christ to draw our strength, our wisdom, our provision, our guidance. Listen, you should always want to be a better you. You should be forever learning, forever maturing, growing, and evolving. 
and you should forever want to operate with excellence and being successful in whatever you were created to do on this earth. However, being better should not be predicated on what you see in someone else. Now, I definitely have people in my life who have impressed me with their character that I strive to be more loving and more compassionate like them. Yet like Paul, I have learned the secret that I have held on to with my life, which is to be satisfied with what I have on my journey, on my way to receiving what God has for me. We should all learn how to live with plenty and how to live with little. And I may not always get everything I want, but I always have everything that I need. Now that is from a spiritual perspective, but psychologists also recommend self-acceptance, being kind to yourself as you are to others, see your mistakes as opportunities to learn, notice things you do well, however small they are, ask a trusted or a colleague to tell you what your strengths are so that you can not only see the value but not only depend on how they see your value, but how you see the value in yourself. Spend more quiet time with yourself. Tune in to how you're feeling inside and try to be at peace with who you are. That self-acceptance leads you to contentment. Guess what else does? Embracing all your emotions. Happiness is more than simply feeling pleasure and avoiding pain. Happiness is about experiences that are meaningful and valuable, including all of the emotions that you think that are may not be the right ones. All emotions can be positive in some contexts and negative in others, regardless of whether they are pleasant or unpleasant. Sometimes you need to be angry. You need to be angry with injustice. You need to be angry when you see people being treated wrong. So being angry is not a bad emotion in the right context. It's embracing all of my emotions because that is what makes me authentic so that I don't have to compare myself to others. The third thing, having meaning in your life. Remember, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. If you don't understand the purpose of your life to bring joy, to reflect the character and the image of God, if you don't grab hold to that, you will abuse yourself simply with your words by saying negative things about yourself, thinking that you're less than. How are you treating your heart? Because see, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And having a sense of oneness. People who believe in the idea that everything in the world is connected and interdependent appear to have a greater life satisfaction than those who don't, according to a study out of University of Manham. Looking at data generated by two surveys, nearly 75,000 people in Germany These participants who highly rated their belief in oneness reported significantly greater life satisfaction. It didn't matter whether they belonged to a religion or not. They felt connected to something. So I want to ask you, what are you connected to? What are you interdependent upon? See, sometimes we have worked so hard to this place of independence and self-sufficiency that we have 
forgotten the importance of depending on others or being connected to others truly and genuinely. You know, when you can touch someone, when you can look into their eyes, when you truly have a connection, not only physically, but also emotionally. Being connected to others is what we need right now, not focusing on what divides us, but actually focusing on what connects us. That sense of oneness, whether you're a part of the body of Christ or just a part of humanity, there you can find a sense of contentment because you're looking for the treasures in others. And then you also can appreciate the treasure that's inside of you. So I hope on your journey, you are learning even today, start having contentment for where you are while you're on your way to where you're going. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we'll pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Or just check us out on thelightofspeed.com. You can also can you also can find The Light of Speed on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please inbox me on the Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to the Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining.